0: I'm Leon Davis, and this is One Good Question. There are a lot of conversations about COVID-19 and how it is affecting those on the front lines. But there aren't a lot of conversations with those same people who have to deal with it in their day-to-day. With that in mind, I'm speaking to five different nurses from five different disciplines all living in different areas of the United States. And they're all dealing with COVID-19 on different levels. In the spirit and tradition of One Good Question, they all received the same question. Although common themes surfaced, they all left me with different things to think about. And that is the one thing that struck me, no matter how hard we tried to fit this into a neat little box. The opinions about this pandemic, how it has been handled, and what needs to be done going forward are as diverse as this nation. The question What do you think the biggest thing that people on both sides of the political spectrum of this very non-political issue are missing at the ground level? My guest today is Taylor Sims-McClendon. She is a recent graduate from a nursing program at Lamar University in Beaumont, Texas. She also happens to be my niece. This one's going to be a little different because the question didn't really pertain much to her considering she's just now entering the field. But I thought it would be good to hear from someone who has not yet entered nursing but is looking at starting their career in the middle of this pandemic what do you think is the biggest thing that people on both sides of the political spectrum of this non-political issue are missing at ground level?
1: It's kind of hard for me to answer that question.
0: Okay. So from your, so I'll change it up. What about this crisis since you're going into nursing makes you the most anxious? And then what about this crisis makes you the most hopeful?
1: So as far as like what makes me the most anxious, I would say, containing it, like containment. Um, I think that's what kind of scares me a little bit is the fact that we haven't really contained it well, um, and we're still working on it, and it's still a work in progress. So I think that's probably the the most. The, the the thing that I'm really most worried about, but I'm hopeful that with our healthcare system that we'll figure out something um, to kind of minimize the spread of everything. It's it's just so hard because I'm not really out there. Yeah. Um, if I was out there, it would be I would probably be able to answer this question a, a lot easier. But like with me not. Being in the forefront of everything and, you know, being in the front line, it's kind of hard to really understand what's really going on. I can only, you know, sit on the sidelines and study it from afar because I'm not actually in practice um, in the hospital setting actually getting that experience of what is actually going on right now.
0: Okay, cool. So you were, like, right at the beginning of this, you were still in class, right? They just recently uh, pulled you all out, correct?
1: Yes, I think, what was that, a month and a half ago? Yeah. But we were still in class when when all of this was going on.
0: Okay. Um, Were you in a rotation that allowed you to see COVID patients at all or um, understand that a little closer?
1: So with me being... Um, in a small town, uh, it hadn't really hit okay. Beaumont.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: I think we had heard of a few cases uh, sprouting up in Houston, but we didn't have any cases yet um, in in Beaumont yet. So, and we hadn't even started our clinical uh, rotation we were getting ready to, we were like towards the end of the, the didactic course and getting ready to start our clinical rotation when we heard that they had a few cases going on uh, in Houston. And then I think we had, I think it was a little break or something like that. I can't really remember, but we had uh, a break and then we just ended up not going back. You know, yeah, spring changed. break. So, I think everything yeah, happened it, it right was, around it spring was break. Spring break. Yep, that's what happened. We had a break, and we just ended up not going back after spring break. So yeah.
0: that's what happened with my kids. Like with the kids, mm-hmm. they were uh, we were on spring break, and like we extended it the week, and I <laughs> told my wife, and I was like, "They're done." Because <laughs> <Yep, was> like,
1: <laughs> our finals was uh, the week before spring break, and when spring break was supposed to end, and we were supposed to return, that's when we were supposed to start going into the hospital. So we never really got to.
0: So have you been keeping up with the progression of how they're trying to combat it out there?
1: Yes and no. So after spring break and during um, how we ended up doing our clinical experience, we started doing it um, via simulation, you know, through Zoom or Collaborate and uh, we, our first simulation was actually over COVID-19, and so we had to do background information. Uh, we had to figure out and answer a whole bunch of different questions, and they gave us a scenario of a patient who came in um, presenting with flu-like symptoms and basically what you would do to fix the situation, and so we had to identify you know the the primary signs and symptoms of the, the 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 virus and then uh risk factors and then like what we would do to kind of combat the situation so that would probably be how i followed like the progression of it kind of putting myself in the simulation and as a nurse or like as a future nurse and kind of figuring out how I and also my peers and my instructor would tackle a patient like this.
0: So, okay. All right. Um, so I do you want to go back to the anxiety piece of it. How much anxiety does it give you? Like, are you really like, is it something that's making you really apprehensive going into it? Because I mean, we were together this weekend and you're going mm-hmm. to be working most likely down there in Houston and they weren't, doing like social distancing is a non-existent thing yeah (laughs) i mean hitting (laughs) hitting hitting traffic on a saturday when no one's supposed to really be out anyway right (laughs) that was was a little ridiculous but um uh when we were trying to get you moved back home so i know that that's a texas thing in general i mean we got back to dallas it was a much traffic was much lighter right um uh so so it's a little more awareness here about that than but, it is um, in
1: Houston definitely.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how anxious are you with that?
1: I think the only reason why I'm so anxious is because I'm going to be a new graduate nurse, you know, mm-hmm. and I haven't really, even though I've had the experience of being in the hospital and, you know, taking care of sick patients, um, I haven't had the opportunity to experienced something like this and i think that's what i'm just really anxious about now i have friends who are already starting their first you know 6 months in the hospital and they just so happen to get pushed into something like this so i hear you know their their feelings and their thoughts and feelings on it and it's pretty much like everyone else's, you know, all the other nurses feelings about what's going on there. It's just, it's overwhelming because they have a lot of people coming into the hospital and there's a shortage of nurses. So that's what makes me anxious, you know, listening to them and just possibly, you know, getting that same feeling of feeling overwhelmed or, you know, feeling like, Oh, can, can I really do this? You know, because, Because you're going to see, they've seen patients who didn't make it out of the hospital, you know, and that that takes an emotional toll on them. So, I mean, throughout my clinical experience, since I've been in nursing school, I have seen um, a few patients pass away, but I can't imagine how I would feel having to experience something like that if it were to happen, you know, so that's what I'm scared about. Okay. Um, It's just being, being new. Yeah. And not really being, you know, having uh, that, that past experience of dealing with something like this.
0: Okay. All right. So have you given any thought to how you're going to manage the emotional side of that? Because it's something that like you, you already, you're already aware enough that, it's going to be a toll, right? And so right. are you? have you given any thought to how you're going to manage that? Like what, what you're going
1: to do to manage that? Um, I think through, you know, having a support system, not only at home and where you work, I think is truly important. Um, I think that's the best way that I would be able to manage it. I manage things well or a lot better when I have a support system behind me. it it helps a lot. Like I'm really close to my mom, you know, that, and it helps a lot when I can come and talk to her about what I have going on or the thoughts that are, you know, going on in my head. And she kind of calms me down. And even though she doesn't really know what goes on in the hospital, I know that she can kind of bring me back down to like a ground level, you know? Um, And then like with my friends, it's when I get, you know, support from them, it's better, especially like when I have friends who work in the hospital, Um, they know exactly where I'm coming from. They know how I'm feeling and it's pretty much just communication, like just being open and just like being able to have someone to talk to, I think is the biggest way for me to be able to cope with all of this.
0: Okay. All right. Good, 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 good. That makes me feel good <laughs> <laughs> that you have a plan that you, you're thinking yeah.
1: about. Um, yeah, definitely. awareness.
0: Um, that's me being the uncle, not me being the interviewer.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, cool. And have you given any thought to the politics behind this? Because it shouldn't be a political thing, but it is because there's people making decisions and, and those decisions are politics. Mm -hmm. Um, so have you given any thought to how you feel about the way it's being handled politically, not necessarily on the national stage, but I mean, you can talk about that also, but just Mm -hmm. in general, all the way around, have you given any thoughts to the way it's been handled politically and the way that society is handled?
1: We actually talked about this um, in one of our group meetings when we did this simulation and we talked about the political side of it. And what I feel is that what's going on or how they're handling the situation right now, I don't think that they're really taking the, the viewpoints or from healthcare professionals directly. Um, and I feel like, after this or because of what's, what's happened. I feel that this should be, this may be a push for healthcare professionals to get into the um on, you know, get on the political side and start advocating for, you know, for healthcare professionals because like, Hey, this is what happens behind the scenes. Like, yeah, you know, you guys don't really, you know, you policymakers or, you know, political Leaders don't really come to the hospitals, really see like what's going on down down here. Uh, so I think, honestly, um, after this, I feel like we should see more nurses—not even necessarily doctors, but more nurses—you know—advocating and going up the political staircase to really educate these leaders on, a little bit more on. Policies and just um, the legal and ethical side of the hospital. So, um, for me, I think what I think they're doing now, um, as far as like reopening the cities, I don't think that's the best thing for us right now, especially since we don't have a vaccination for it, um, because I feel like that's just going to make the situation worse I feel like we should if it was me um, I would definitely want everyone to stay isolated until we find a solution we don't have a solution right now so I don't see the the point in opening up the city if we haven't really found anything to fix the problem
0: okay all right well, um, do you is there anything else? Do you have any other thoughts that you'd like to kind of voice on this, or um... um,
1: so like you know, I talked to you about Governor Abbott expanding the nursing workforce, right? Yes. So I talked to some of my friends, and I guess that doesn't really apply to all hospitals. We thought it did. And we actually got excited because we're like, oh, you know, even though we haven't taken licensure exam, this gives us an opportunity to kind of put our foot in the door, get the experience before we take our, um, our clicks. But apparently, um, I talked to some of my friends yesterday, and they're actually uh, getting ready to do interviews in some of the locations in Houston. And apparently it doesn't apply to all locations. And I'm not really sure where it applies or how it applies, Um, but, I mean, it's kind of frustrating on our end, especially as new graduates, because we're ready to work, you know, we've we've worked our butts off for two years to get to this point, and when we heard that, you know, he had gave us the opportunity to be able to work without um, having taken our uh, license exam yet. You know, we were excited, but we've asked our recruiters and things like that, like, "Hey, you know, does this apply or or, or can we start work even though we haven't um, taken our final exam yet?" And they're, you know, they're saying like, "No." So it's it's really frustrating. I think that's like one big thing that's frustrating on our end for new graduates.
0: There's no date for you all to be able to take your exams.
1: So, that's actually up in the air right now because uh, of the pandemic and with all of the facilities being closed. We really don't know when we'll be able to set a date for our exam. There are some of my friends who have been out of school for four months and they are probably just now getting ready to take their license exam. Um, come May and June. So, I mean, it's kind of up in the air right now, because if they've waited, they've been out of school for four months, and they're just now getting ready to take their exam, you know, where does that stand for us? Because, or the people that are getting ready to graduate this May, where do we stand? Because some of us are supposed to start working during the summer, or in at the beginning of August. So it's, it's really frustrating, because we don't really know what's to come for us as new graduate nurses and a lot of us are really eager to get out there and start working and start helping people.
0: I can see how that's frustrating like you do all this work to get out there and then yeah and, and then... you, you
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's like ah, well we got to put a hold on it you know yeah. Yeah. but still study though we still yeah. want you to study but <laughs> yeah. we just don't know when we're going to give you the date to take your exam
0: yeah yeah we keep well, all
1: hope alive
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm right here hoping with you i'm right here hoping with yeah you, so. all right well um well thank you ma'am i appreciate that that was a lot of good stuff and good things to thank think you about for
1: having me yeah
0: yeah some new wrinkles especially with the uh part at the end about your exams that's i'm sure that's something that's not being talked about they're just oh. talking about the fact that Hey, Governor Abbott, it's allowing nurses yeah. come out of school. It's like, yeah. it's not really working because there's other things going on. I think he pulled that trigger before asking somebody, hey, can yeah. we do this? <laughs> you know, so um, it seems to be happening a lot today. It's like, hey, we can do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, we can't do this? Yeah, we <laughs> can't
1: do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, no, no. It was
0: like, oh, it was, it was just a good idea. Okay, well, never mind. Ignore that thing I just said, so. Um, All right. But yeah, I definitely appreciate it. It's a pleasure. It's always a pleasure speaking to you and uh, thank you for participating in it. It's
1: pretty awesome.
0: So we will talk later. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening today. If this is your first episode in the series, please go back and listen to our previous episodes. Also join us tomorrow for the next installment of our COVID-19 series. This has been one good question. Once again, I'm your host, Leon Davis theme music, by DJ Seth Lowry, other music courtesy of Epidemic Sound. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you may listen. To catch up with us on social, check the show notes.